In search for the unknown. Legends and wonder we will find. This is Emergency Exit. I am Los, y'all. With me as always is Nick, the Passion Rider, and Spacey, Sarah Jandro. That's right. Thank you guys for being here again with us. Thanks for having me. It's kind of an insult. What? Spacey? I don't know. I was thinking of it's an alliteration on Spacey Sarah. See, I didn't Spacey take Sarah. it as an insult. Oh. Thank you very kindly. Sorry. Of of outer space, I took it as like yeah, yes, right. I'm of sure. <laughs> right. Welcome to the show. This is episode 19. Today is January 24th, 2017. We are levitating above low Earth orbit in our space cruiser, bouncing our signal through the ionosphere. However, you're listening. However, you found us. Thank you. If you like our show, rate us in iTunes. Give us five stars or four stars or no stars, as long as you give us something. But if five would be good if we're on par. Do you like to tweet? Not twat us at EMEXPod. We love it when you tell a friend about the show. Plus, it'll help our show grow. That is right. That is correct. Uh, Today on the program, we will play Idiot or Idiom for the Golden Jazz Master. But first, we will have a live reading of his personal star chart as we welcome back the soul engineering trio to the show as we begin our journey into the mystic. I got chills down my spine just now, y'all. That's right. We are here again with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. How's it going? Dude, awesome. You know, it's always awesome. This time, she brought some backup. I got my two soldiers. We right. are the three soldiers from Soldiering. You guys definitely remember them. We met the Soldiering trio, Sarah, Christy, and May a few months ago. Welcome back. Thank Everybody. You. Thank Woo. you. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good to be back and spend time with you again. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And last time they were here, we actually (laughs) said we're going to take a a real star chart reading from one of the two of us. And we picked uh, Nick this time. Well, it was going to be Andy last time, but now you got it, brother. You got it. By default, I guess. By default. I'm just... I think because you're scared to get yours done. It's not that I'm scared. I think it's that you guys would just... It would be too much work. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe it might be too much work. <laughs> All right. Unless you're a double Gemini, I can't imagine it being too bad. Too complicated. <laughs> no, we'll do it next time. That'll be the next time though. we'll see you guys again in here, or your ladies. Equality, Los. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, do, with tell, us, tell us what he hates that button. Tell us what we're doing today, Sarah. So today we're... Uh, we're looking at Nick's chart, which means that we're looking at exactly where all the planets in the entire solar system were when you were born. And so we're going to take where all the planets were, examine the relationships between each other and like where they are in the position in the sky right. and how that relates to you and talk about like different areas of your life. And we're also, Christy. Oh, so another thing we do is like we summarize everything that we talk about into four different charts or lists so okay we figure out your core strengths and None. your challenges and conflicts oh. where to focus on for deep real happiness and all of the fears and threats that could possibly block you from achieving your full potential and that happiness and so as so we christy's go got she's got four big old pieces of paper yeah. big old rectangles ready to write down these uh, four subjects here and this okay. will be given to you as a scroll for your reference. <gasps> oh, um, oh, my goodness. Yes. This is awesome. As well as this recording so that you can always look back and see how you're doing because your natal chart's never really going to change. So, right. Okay. And you know what? I this mean, could, ab this once, could apply right? to a couple people in the world because they could be born the exact same time. Well, no one was born on the same exact date i guess well there might have been some some births at but that there'd be hospital. somewhere else same in the world date time right at, yeah date time and location, the same location, location too yeah, definitely not the same location same, maybe the same hospital Kansas is not that big of a place that they would have two people born at the exact same second and mm. if they are probably not even the same day it's beloit they <sighs> would be very similar Kansas. Yes, so, yeah. Kansas. Even if it wasn't, uh, you know, if it was L.A. and then Kansas, but they, they, they would still show a lot of similarities, correct? Right. Yeah, so this could apply. So what, what what's your birthday, Nick Ryder? March passion? 28th of 1982. 1982, March 8th. So 28th. And we have, as, as the time is 5.53 a.m. 5.53 a.m. As we found out, found out thanks week. to my mom. Shout out to mom. Yeah, shout out. Thank you, mom. Thank you very much Jana for that Schultz. information. <laughs> There's the, that's the shout out bell. There you go. <laughs> that's the everything bell. And sometimes you'll find your time on your birth certificate if your parents don't remember. Um, so. <clears throat> All right. But Nick's mom was on it. Yes. Right. She was on the ball. All right. So where are we going to, where, where do we start with a, with a chart like this? So we come up to y'all and this is what you will, this is a piece of what you guys will get when you go to soulgineering.org. And you sign up for their star charts and their readings and their one-on-one -on -one readings and everything. So right now, we're looking at a chart. It looks like the star chart, right? Yes. The astrology star chart. They're they're showing it to me, which is very looks nice, just but like I don't a bunch know. of lines no. inside a circle to me. But they know how to talk about <laughs> yes, this kind right. of stuff. So only, it is You're like a foreign learn. language. <laughs> so yeah, talk to us and tell us what we're looking at. Where tell do we me, begin with this? Tell me about me. Well, the first thing that you want to realize is that this is a chart that shows the planets and their positions. The sun would be, or the earth would be in the center. And so okay. you're, everything we're looking at is just each of these symbols means a planet. And they exist inside 12 of the zodiac signs. So right. when you talk about your sun sign, that's like just where the sun was positioned in relation to you on earth when you were born. Okay. But there's 
so many other signs. So, for example, like we'd start Let with your sign. Let me see that, Sarah. Um, but you have midheaven, you have the moon, and you have the uh, the rising sign, which are all equal in importance to your personality as the sun. So just by knowing your sun sign, you might feel like you really resonate with, you know, a typical sun sign of Aries. Okay. So, so my sun was in my sign. So while well, the sun I was mean, in that Aries, is, right. mm-hmm, so you so know your most people know their sun sign, and the Taurus is your moon, which is your emotions, how your emotional body, the inner child within you. Okay. The ascendant is Pisces, and this the ascendant is where the horizon was when you were born, and what it means is how you appear to others, like as a first impression. Oh, all right. The outer shell. And you also, what's interesting is that you also have Mercury right there on your ascendant. Basically right there on your ascendant. So that's all, Mercury is so all when, about when communication. I was just looking at this chart. So Does that um, mean that? Is, is this like a picture a of when we're looking straight up and seeing a circle above us just straight up? Is that what we're looking at when I'm looking at that chart? Like, Imagine like, okay, looking at the sky and like, being like, okay, there's Jupiter over there in the sky over there, and then looking over to your other side and being like, oh, oh, there's Venus over there, and like this is literally just examining like the actual angle geometrically right. between the two. Is that in is relation that to Earth. screen? Is it up above me like this? Is it just a big giant circle that's showing? Me oh that? it, no, it goes that's, across the equi- the whole equator. So that's the so equator, the, the, the big ecliptic plane. It's called. Okay, and that's what. Uh, so that's the rotation that the sun is that the outside circle there that we're seeing with all the yes that's all the 12 zodiac signs the 12 zodiac signs so Mm -hmm. that is uh that circle represents our equator is that what it's called the ecliptic plane and that's the ecliptic plane that's the sun's path as it takes as as it goes through a whole year 360 or whatever it is you know 365 days as it goes through the whole year it goes through all the 12 zodiac signs and so okay right and then our inside circle what is that inside circle there inside circle like that's just uh i mean you could think of the center of that circle being earth okay so that's earth there yeah and okay so we have these um celestial bodies um around us which are what we're talking about right now yep okay you can even imagine some of the planets might have been on the other side of the earth on that horizon like you might not have been able to see them actually they're like through we're not seeing them on one plane Mm -hmm. they're just it's just represented on one plane but if you look so does that mean they're not involved where they are they are in the planes they are involved Mm -hmm. of course they're involved all of them are involved they all are massive bodies with geometric or with forces gravitational forces and mass. Okay, so mm-hmm. now I'm getting a little bit more of an understanding of what this uh, map that we're looking at. So what are we exp- uh, what are we exactly getting out of this when we look at this? What kind of strengths are we looking at, or uh, are we going to get into that there? Well, let's just get started, let's shall see. we? Okay, so you're super independent as an Aries. Okay. You're very independent. Independent. Um, I would say is a strength, and then a leader also. Aries is really this leadership. Get on that type. there, girl. Leadership type. There you go. Yes. Leadership. Okay. I also wanted to say that each uh, sign is connected to a different element. So earth, fire, water, and air. Mm-hmm. And so Aries is fire, fire, the element of fire. Taurus, which is your moon, is earth. And Pisces is water. So that's quite a... That's Taurus is his moon, so which is, is earth? Earth. 
So what? Earth is Taurus's moon? No. No, his. his moon was in the position of Taurus when he was born. Okay. In, in oh, I sky. see what you're saying when you say it that way. Okay. That was <laughs> I'm just trying to catch your lingo here, y'all. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm covering three elements. elements. Mm-hmm. And then Sagittarius is your midheaven, which is fire. So of the four, of the big four of your personality, you have fire, earth, water, fire. Fire being how you are in your career and your core personality. Water being the way people see you. And earth being the way you handle emotions. And so we can go into what that means. Yeah, please. Well, I just want to also point out that you have a ton of stuff, a ton of planets in Libra. And you have Venus in Aquarius, which are air signs. So you have all four elements, like pretty well balanced that's the first thing when i looked at your chart the first thing i saw was it was quite pretty well balanced balanced. which is you know the the key to magic is being able to use all the elements Mm -hmm. to create and to manifest and utilizing all the elements in the way that they're meant to be used and so that's really interesting that you had just have a balance of like air (laughs) earth water fire just like it's all there Mm -hmm. with you yeah and so a little bit about you don't see that a lot you don't yeah. see it. It's oh. true. Some people have a lot more. So the way that you can think about the elements, um, you have water, which is right. intuitive, um, mysticism, emotional, uh, very feminine energy. That's water. Fire is this in-your-face kind of aggressive, penetrative energy um, and almost competitive at times, uh, but driving forward. Um, and so... That's that kind of energy that you have, that penetrative driving forward, is how you would be in your career life and just in your personal life. So very self, like kind of a person who's very driven to make change um, and also somebody who in their career is going to be a change driver and a push forward um, and sometimes penetratively. So that's something that I would say might be a challenge is that in your career you tend to be aggressive okay yeah I could see that um, are you a pretty aggressive guy when it comes to getting gigs and everything your career because he's a musician that's well, his career yeah, and I was going to say Neptune is exactly right on your midheaven Whoa. which Neptune is like the sign of like music and creativity oh and, okay and gotcha all there. The, like if you have like a strong Neptune placement like you're most likely going to either be like a musician or like an artist or something like that's the that's you the no artist you had no choice man interesting you had no that's choice that's like the uh, artist um, the artist what would you call oh. it like the artist symbol I symbol. guess like and Neptune is yeah. water so the Sagittarius fire the Neptune water so in your career you would be balanced with both of those energies right so yeah. well like yeah water and fire mm-hmm. so it might I be a little conflicting but yeah. yeah, one's going to put it, out the other. <laughs> well, it's Neptune is actually making a square to the Ascendant. Well, making a square to, yeah, the Ascendant. Um, so that's interesting. That's so like, that's just talking about like his outward personality and might have some of a somewhat of a conflict with, with your career. Like how you want to appear to others is conflicting with like... Uh, how I want to... How you be. want to actually be in your career and what you actually want to pursue, yeah. How well do you resonate mm-hmm. with that? I could see that. that. Yeah. You can maybe put it on the conflict. Uh, yeah. Shift analysis. Well, I'd like to hear more. Oh, yeah. for, his oh for me. These are your words. Yes. That's what oh, we're okay. Okay. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. What do you? What are you getting well, out of this right now? Uh. Well, I. Uh. I would like to say that at times, like if. If it's a situation I feel in charge of, 
then I definitely am very overbearing and pushy. Uh, most people who've been in a band with me can attest to that for sure. Um, but then other situations, I guess, like the country band I play for, I'm very, I don't know, wishwashy or go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. like uh, whatever. And then I'll secretly like text with the wife or something and stew on it in my own time. But I, I don't yeah, know. He'll text me on shit like that sometimes. Yeah. But he gets um, it out quick. Doesn't stew right, in it. No. Doesn't stew I'll in it. Just let it go or get it out there and, and be done with it. He'd but be like, thanks for listening, and that'll go on. That's yeah. how it usually goes with that guy. But uh, when I feel like I'm at the helm, then I'm kind of overbearing. I've been known to like shoot nasty looks on stage if somebody messes up and things like that. Like very <laughs> He hears it, and he looks at him. Yeah. Like, gives him a stink eye. Come yeah. on, man. So, so I don't know if that applies to what you were saying or if I'm totally missing the point. No, uh, that's that, perfect. Yeah, okay. That's so, great. Um, so when in charge, you feel like you can be overbearing. Um, yes. But then when you are not in charge, you're able to tap into that Neptune energy and just kind of chill and go with the flow and just let the creative juices flow. Um, be more water. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yes. Be more water. I think Bruce Lee said that, didn't he? I think something that you could do when, when you feel like, I mean, if you can pick it up, that it's overbearing just think of yourself like fire in that moment it's like hey am i am i burning the people around me and do i want to do that and maybe be more intentional with how you are right moment and then you can just oh maybe i'll be more water right now just like flow with this and and we'll probably you'll see like a difference also everything is energy and what we're embodying is going to be shown and felt so sure sure okay that's as i feel very good suggestion right yeah, that's a very good suggestion. That's very good. <laughs> May's got it, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can see a couple Another of times ding. That, that might have worked. Another ding. So what else? <laughs> Had I done that before? Oh, let's let's, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Great. Let's move on oh, a bit. So another thing Never is, too late to start, though. Uh, Uranus. We can call it's, it Uranus. It's <laughs> training God. with the sun, which means it's making like a really positive aspect with the sun for you, which means like unexpected things happen in your life that like kind of like shake you up but then like at the same time like awaken you to something they'll awaken uh, him like it just makes him have like a realization or an epiphany boom of yeah some, some sort, sort of but, like, idea it's very unexpected like like really unexpected things may be happening through, throughout your life okay i mean is this like at certain but times things- or just kind of whenever just whenever it's like really unexpected but it it's just about basically those things helping you grow and you also have five planets retrograde mm-hmm. so you you remind us again what retrograde so is there when we see them moving ah counterclockwise two, three four five yeah mars jupiter saturn uranus and pluto we can call it uranus i won't do it every single time that's it yes you will no i won't you know you will and um, if you can post that on the uh, the Facebook or uh, the, sure. the Tumblr or whatever, yeah. I, after that, just the two pictures of uh, yeah, we'll post uh, it. Especially the circle we were talking about there, mm-hmm. we'll get mm-hmm. that the star chart. Yeah, for sure. And then so okay, it does look like you have four planets in retrograde. Your Mars is in retrograde, so that's okay. Of the planets, you have the personal planets, and so Mars would be a personal planet, and retrograde Mars means that you actually internalize anger. And um, that that would probably be the most strong thing with retrograde. So you wouldn't 
You wouldn't express your anger outwardly to people. You would more let it stew and let it stew and let it stew until it kind of explodes out of you because it has to. And then it's like disruptive. It's like a lot of fire just coming out at once. I break a lot of things, yes. Is that right? I do. Oh, that is my correct. goodness, my man. That is correct. You get that angry, you break things. Dude, I don't even mean to. And I know, I know. It's okay. It's because, <laughs> it's because okay, brother. you're taking anger from the environment around you and holding it. So, like, if, if he's feeling anger, you're taking it and holding his. And Thanks. just all the people around you, you'll take in their anger and you, like, absorb it like a Especially sponge. being a Pisces, too. Pisces rising. Pisces also absorbs, absorbs. emotions like a sponge. So getting it on both ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The shit. Um, but there is something, or there's definitely something that you can do about that. Like, if, if someone is absorbing mm-hmm. those two energies. Um. um well, yeah, it's just realizing also when you are absorbing that and it's stewing inside of you and you'll probably actually be able to physically feel it in your temperature. Like, I don't know if you feel like your temperature rise or... The blood gets hot. It, right. it will. Right. It yes. literally will. Hot-blooded. Yeah. I think that's where that comes from. That's an idiom yeah. right there. Not <sighs> in the idiom game today. Your body might actually feel hot. Yes. Like very Heat. hot all the time. Man. Mm-hmm. So being aware of that and when because normally if it's like really boiling up that's getting to the point where something could just trigger it and it's it's something that wouldn't even really make you upset or angry on another day right yes and then it could you know because after you're almost like perplexed like oh why did i get upset about that so it's just learning to also cool your body down water cold water so like shower i jump in the springs i have mars and retrograde oh that's a good idea (laughs) i think you can't be angry when you're jumping in barton springs i'll tell you you that much nope i wish i had that uh the more you know clip and the you know nbc (laughs) the more you know you can't be angry when you're jumping in barton springs (laughs) you can't be angry when you're jumping in barton doesn't quite get the same effect (sighs) damn it So uh, another way you can uh, kind of resolve that maybe anger that you hold inwardly is that actually Mars is making a beautiful trine over to Venus in Aquarius. So your Mars sign is in Libra, an air sign, and your Venus is in Aquarius. And both of those are air signs. So that's very, they're they're intellectual signs, like very much about like thought and intellect. And... um, but so it's saying like your masculine energy is in the Libra sign of like partnerships, relationships, marriage, and your, your feminine sign is in this Aquarius, like kind of like weird and out there and also detached. And so you could use that kind of like ability to kind of be detached in a way in order to like be detached from those things that are making you angry. Okay. So that's another thing. Hmm. So like in in other words, that would be uh, it's like pose. So in other words, um, you can use the more softer, uh, receptive side of yourself. You know, everyone has both the masculine and the feminine energies. Mm-hmm. Um, the feminine would be this more receptive side of yourself, this like more nurturing side. You would say, okay, this side of myself that is nurturing, I'm going to take care of myself. Because the world has all this anger and all this emotion and I don't, like if I love myself, I will not allow myself to just absorb it. You know, that's not good for me. It may be good for the people around me, but is that loving for me? 
And so using that to then detach that air energy, it's intellectual, it's detached, it's curious, it's playful. So tapping into this curious, playful, nurturing. Is it just like, is there something to do for that? Or you just like have to consciously think about it? Yeah, awareness. Yeah, have awareness when you start to feel that anger coming up. And then from there, yeah. All right. Or maybe maybe coming to a point where you can catch it or be aware of it before it's even to that point where I'm going to explode. What's now. the first thing? Where do you feel anger in your body? Let's make uh, him angry. Hands. No. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you start feeling angry, where do you feel it? If you could. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was going to say head, I think. In your head. So maybe when you but start. But I don't know that I've ever that. paid attention. Let's yeah. start making him angry and see where he feels it. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, it's, it's in my face. It's in my face. Seriously? I feel it. And then we'd just be like, end break. We, we need like a safe Air, word. air, air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, can do, we can do it if we get a Where do you feel it in your body? In my fists right now. Okay, see? I oh, knew it. I so knew it. Maybe when see? you start to notice that, <laughs> you, you have that awareness, though. Next time you start to feel anger. Maybe notice what right. part of your body you feel that in, and then that's how you know before it even happens. So, I think also having a physical outlet would be really beneficial for you because Aries is really physical. They they are like action and like yeah. a like maybe like a punching bag or something. I've always wanted to get. I need to get one of those. Mm-hmm. Like or, a heavy bag, or what? Or go running. Yeah, like any I was thinking something sports. like something. Yeah, he does work out like, on the week on the weekend. I do, but it's not like I'm getting pissed. I need to go now and drive to the gym, and then I will go in there and Being work out. Being in yeah. a heavy metal I, band. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you could play in a heavy metal band. Uh, maybe I don't know. A, but a I could go for a run around in my neighborhood or run, jump be, rope or something. Yeah, yeah I think do some kind of physical roping, something yeah. also outside, so you're breathing in new air, and just should he okay. avoid. Acts that of uh, emulate like violence, like we were talking, like you know, boxing or like punching bags. Would you I, recommend something that doesn't involve him yeah. releasing his energy that way? Yeah, running instead. Because then it just helps me roping. associate my anger with mm-hmm. punching things. I think mm-hmm. that's what that means. <laughs> Is that what they're getting at here? Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. Although it's a fast release of your energy, it's probably not the right release of energy that you should be doing. Mm. No, because then I'll be hanging out with someone that'll piss me off. And, and you'll knock them out. Yeah, knock them out. You know, you don't <laughs> want to knock them <laughs> out. Knock them out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. That. You could also just break into air guitar. I know you're a musician, so I was uh, thinking that. So I, I know that? someone who they say, God, when I just have a really bad day, I just go and like practice with my like, and they're like an instrumental band and they do really hard stuff. And, and, you know, that's like a really great way to get all that. Like you can put as much anger as you want. Just let all the anger out on your instrument. And, and then you're done. And you feel that's great. right. There's uh, another way. Genre. I think that I think that does. As long as I didn't much. end up throwing it. <laughs> yeah, please don't throw your, your instrument. I don't well, then you, throwing any instruments. Well, maybe when you're rich and famous, you can't afford right. to do it. <laughs> Let's hope that happens soon. It's like that YouTube video of that Oral old just man trying to play his guitar, and he messes up a little bit and then totally bashes it because he's like <laughs> so upset with himself. Like I should just go buy a cheap one from a pawn shop or something and just have it sitting there so when I get angry, I can like no, it's bad beat energy, up that one. No, it's bad energy. You don't want to be doing that. All right, all right. What is, what is your favorite activity to do? Like, what do you find yourself drawn to active sports and that type of thing? Um... I don't do a lot of sports, actually. So I, I I go to the gym and then 
I'd sit at home and practice and then do shows, and that's kind of it. Okay, so a lot Pretty of... boring. And you're a guitar player? Yes. Cool. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say that what would bring you happiness, what we're going to add to this happiness list, would be to branch out in the type of styles that you play and find a style that allows you to release anger and like it will be rewarded for that and it'll be a very healthy way to do it so i'm just gonna say branch out my styles branch, branch out, out the styles. styles okay all right reggae is that, mm. i think that's what that means man start it playing might, some it reggae definitely with your does boy not Lewis. mean fast country licks yeah, well, that is actually what that means isn't it no because that is the piss me the fuck off is what that style is oh the country stuff <laughs> try to yeah but that's branching out though i understand but that wouldn't help i think that would that would add to the situation yeah i guess you're right play some reggae kill you there we go see i would definitely that's right recommend reggae yeah reggae another ding for a good one another good one there (laughs) all right let's uh what else can we say we can keep moving on here. We got lots of time here left. We got yeah. Lots of planets. <laughs> so so far we've talked about um ooh, we didn't really talk about his ascendant too much, not to go back to the core or the moon. So Moon is in Taurus. Whoever wants to talk about that. Moon's in Taurus. That's right, I wrote that down there. Moon's in Taurus. Fire. James Fire. Um cusp. Okay. What does that mean when a when a moon is in Taurus? It means, like, as far as your emotions, they're very, like, solid and steady. Like, they're actually, like, pretty stable. But then what's also, like, uh, you're also very grounded. Yeah. I believe your that. Emotions. That's right. You're not like having like. We just spent like 20 minutes talking about my your rage anger? outbursts, but then we immediately transitioned. You're actually very. But when you're very not grounded. raging, which I've never ever seen your rage, like I only know yeah. you as this. What she's talking about. I believe that you can get angry because you're a man and you've got your, you know, everyone's got it. So. And your mind is retrograde, so you hide your anger. You hide it very. And well. exactly, there you go. That answers that yeah. there too. You know, another ding. Mm. I, I do tend to explode only when by myself mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounded horrible you're gonna make a <laughs> clip out of that aren't you <laughs> all right uh, let's move away from there okay <laughs> so, so yes yeah, so the yeah the moon but it's the so the moon has a little bit more of a powerful influence than than mars would so you have that more groundedness yeah is a little more okay. there's powerful. also um possessions right mm-hmm. like material things like you have like an emotional attachment to things like you cherish little objects that you get. You're not one that really likes to throw a lot of things away. Yeah. Pack rat mm-hmm. at all? Well, not necessarily. I mean, it's weird because it'll be the most random thing that I will really hold on to. And then other stuff, okay, toss it, whatever. But there are completely seemingly random knickknacks that I put all this emotional attachment on and then hang on to. Mm-hmm. So You're also probably quite private about your emotions like your true feelings yeah i don't really know much about your feelings but i don't care though though either <laughs> see why waste the time then? i'm just kidding <laughs> i and don't i kind of don't but sometimes i do <laughs> well we care about your feelings because we're talking about them <laughs> right, on the moon right. right now um i care about them now i absolutely care about them yes for the show no it's not just for the show i'm i i i 
in my family we never did that kind of stuff. It's kind of king of the hill ish, you know. You didn't show your you didn't show your uh, your emotions to your family. And you're Scorpio, so you're, you have all. Does that fit emotions. with with Scorpio? <laughs> emotions. Oh yeah, are we like have your a lot thing. of them. We have lots of them, but emotions we don't. Are your thing. We don't call mama up for you nothing or say. I mean, I told you I was having a uh, I was having a uh, I was grumpy. Yeah, you told yep. me you were grumpy today. I tell you, I tell you emotional things. Mm-hmm. I know some emotional things about you. I know it. Well, there's like <laughs> surface emotions, and then there's like the ones that he really has on the inside. Yeah, Fasting. and that it's 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 almost some like you keep it very close to you, and it's for you and it's private and you're very cautious who you share that with or open up to or trust yeah absolutely he trusts me i love this guy (laughs) i love nick that's my boy is that why you have that shitty button well i'm gonna give you the that's right award right now oh thank you for being my buddy right now here we go so we're that's right that's right that's right that's right that's right. right. That's right. That's, that's right. That's a lot. <laughs> you get the that's right award. <laughs> so um, we, you know, we know these things about you emotionally and all of that. But really, what I think is awesome is that you have Jupiter in retrograde. So that's actually a huge gift. And Jupiter is the bringer of good fortune. Um, that's kind of what he represents. And when you have Jupiter in retrograde, it means that you're very into inner growth like expansion on the inside so you're really into self-help and improving yourself constantly and like just any opportunity you have you're very open to the idea of okay what can I do to get better Um, and so that's also leadership so he's an Aries with Jupiter retrograde so that's like double leadership Uh, so you must really Scorpio Jupiter's in Scorpio retrograding okay so Jupiter is in Scorpio so Sarah, tell us more about Jupiter and Scorpio. Well, I actually wanted to talk about the uh, well, the, the North Node, but uh, wait, the what? The North Node, so like your karmic destiny. I was going to talk a little bit about that, but it's kind of related oh. to Jupiter and Scorpio because uh, okay, so the North Node, so like you're you basically have these two nodes, like the South Node and the North Node, and the South Node is like where your soul is like coming from, like what you're like innately born with, and like the North Node is where you're destined. To, to go basically and like where your where your soul will feel true fulfillment when okay you're, when you're embodying this type of energy and so your north node is in cancer so actually like in order for your soul to feel truly happy and for yourself to feel really fulfilled uh, by embodying cancer energy that will help you do that and and Jupiter being in Scorpio is also a water sign like cancer and your rising is in Pisces, so you have a lot of water energy to help you. So, like, water would be a really good element, like what she said, jumping into the water. Bar- Barton Springs would be great. Oh, like, yeah. your north node is Cancer. That's like, oh, oh, wow. you, nice. you, you, you are to become, maybe you could try swimming uh, oh, as yeah. a physical activity. That would be a really good one. They're building a pool right across the street from our house, so well, that's water fall, is falling great into for place. You. Yeah, and Jupiter retrograding in Scorpio is, which is a water sign. So you're, yeah, you're developing that. So he is. You're growing. You're expanding in the areas of um, being more intuitive, being more go with the flow, uh, more ex- with the musician. You know, so being more dreamy and out there, creative. That's where, it, that's the area that you're wanting to grow in your life. Um, 
And I really think that you should go swimming. I'm going to add that to you. Okay. What will make you happy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cancer is also like the sign of the home environment and the mother. So uh, by being, by, by creating a really s- like safe home environment and secure home environment, that's going to just make you feel so happy like to be in that space of just like I do. I am a homebody. Yeah. You're Very a total so. homebody. That's good. That's that's the Cancer energy there. Cancer and Taurus. And Taurus mm-hmm. too, yeah. Oh yeah, they're both homebodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely like to be at home. I've even said that I don't know that I would want to be in like a big touring band for yeah. months at a time because you like being at home. We yeah. might have to I, do. I want to come home and fucking watch a movie and sit on my couch, you know, actually shower in my shower, things like that. Like my little my home. I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have a setup. Well, should, we should give you the equipment so that you can take it, take the show on the road with you. <laughs> you can still host. You can host the show for a couple From the episodes. Road. Yeah. Talk to uh, I know your boy. What's up, Hash Brown? Happy Hash Brown. Happy belated birthday, by the That's way, right, Hash Brown. Was I yesterday. know you're listening. Thank you for listening, he turned. bud. We love you here. Twenty five again. Twenty five again. That's right. I think I, I like heard he was turning twenty one. No, six time. Is that right? <laughs> I might have fucked that up. He might. Well, that might. We'll anyway, shout out to Hash <laughs> Hash Brown. That's yes. right. All right. So yeah, well, let's see where we're at here. We've got yeah. You guys got a couple more points we can we can tackle with Nick before we get on with our uh, with our game here in a second. <laughs> it won't be in a second. Uranus but. is in retrograde. Oh, we can call it Uranus. Uh, you guys gave me the opportunity. So what does that mean? Oh, you always want to reinvent yourself, and a Ooh. lot of your innovations you want to get from within, um, rather than you know seeking outside information. You want to like have inventions coming from you, um, which does explain really being a creative. Because you're saying, okay, I need to like not only reinvent myself and myself be a thing that I'm inventing over and over again, um, and also the things that I create, I want those to be my invention. Um, yeah. So that's one one thing that it means. There's a lot to it. <laughs> yeah, have you been reinventing yourself lately? I mean, you came out to Austin and reinvented yourself, right. didn't you? Right. Now you've got. How long have you been in Austin? Uh, almost two years. Yeah, not okay. very long. Not yeah. very long at all. Now hmm. I've had to reinvent myself as a hired country man. Well, that's how you're. That's but, how you're making some bread. But right, but that's been a whole new path for me. That's something I've never pursued. And evidently, you're I've really fucking good at play it. Play so. it before, like that's a whole new. Shout uh, out to TJ Broskoff there. A whole new thing for that. me to to have to learn as a musician and as a performer artist like everything i've never been hired gun in the style of music or any like it's it's all it's all, all new now. to you but you're you adapted and you got it man ding to you brother all right um one thing i was gonna say is you have pluto saturn and mars all of them are in libra and all of them are in the seventh house and libra actually rules the seventh house too so this is just like a strong, strong focus on partnerships, marriage, relationships, part yeah, anything to do with partnerships, relationships, and marriage is like such a huge part of your life. I got a quick question. So when something is in Libra, I'm sorry to interrupt. When something's in Libra, I know when we were looking at that map earlier and it was the um the what do you call it, the eclipse, uh the it was around the equator. Ecliptic plane. Ecliptic yeah. plane. 
How do we know uh, how how much space is allotted between each each uh, body that degrees. you know? So it's so all thirty degrees. A circle is three hundred sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. There's twelve signs. Each sign gets thirty degrees. Okay, so everything's so in a sign, degree of thirty yeah. degrees. So as the sun moves, yes, I talk with my hands. I'm a little bit it's Italian. Okay. It's okay. Don't worry about yes, it. Yes, I'm knocking the mics over. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were but yes. Oh uh, no. I, I'm sorry to. Yeah. <laughs> 30 degrees separates separates each, each one so right now he's got four um, planets in libra at the moment uh, well he or was celestial born. when he was born oh, they were all three born, in yes. libra well, yes. yeah that's what we're talking about right and, now and libra is also about uh like justice and making sure that like everything is fair for all parties involved so like See? justice is so I'm important all, i'm all about that you're all about being fair king solomon yeah. over here like if something is unjust it like you, that's what makes you angry. That's where off. your anger comes from. Well, that's one of the things. One there, of them. there are a number of things. Of course, and but then that you have Saturn restricting you right there too, and Pluto right there, like transforming getting down, you, getting your anger. Another you're ding. transforming. You, you're going through inner transformation, like throughout this life, and and the way that like this Jeff in, Goldblum and the Fly, and this way that this inner transformation happens is because of the your partnerships and relationships and marriage. I've never watched the Fly before. The Fly. That's a pretty good one. Uh, transformation. So sorry. That's what popped up. I've been I've been watching <laughs> a lot of X Files. I've been trying to get into that show, and I love it. Uh, I mean, I watch. Fox really good Mulder s- and Scully. Dude, Fox is awesome, but he always um, plays such cool things. Though I'm sorry, David Duchovny. Shout out to you, buddy. Hope you listen right, to the show uh, right now. <laughs> he is right now. He's like, why aren't they talking about Californication? Jeez. It's like I thought you guys were talking about conspiracy theories, but I'm out. <laughs> Come on, Mulder. The truth is out there. <laughs> He's out what about there. the smoking man? Um, uh, but on that regard, uh, I feel like an intense loyalty even to bands that I've started. Like I started my first band when I was 17 mm-hmm. and I had my brother and a friend of mine from high school in it. And like I was going to go off to college, but I decided not to so I could stay with the band. And then we moved and like, I don't know, I just was with them for like eight years, wow. you know, uh, mm-hmm. and I just, instead of finding like, who's the right or who's the best, it's, it, it's a loyalty kind of family thing, even in that Taurus. regard. Yeah. Strong Taurus trait. And, uh, mm-hmm. so, I mean that uh, other than obviously being married. So that I figured that was obvious uh, as far as that part of the relationship mm-hmm. thing goes. So I was trying to think of something out, out of the box, but well, Definitely. That's definitely relevant. Christy's too. writing down a whole bunch of stuff. I know her she happiness. is going crazy. Well, so she's gonna need more paper. I need more paper. So <laughs> I just wrote: partnerships, relationship, and marriage are all going to help me transform from fire to water. So what we're seeing is in this life, you're born in Aries, the youngest of all the zodiac signs, very like a young teenager, like out the door, like yeah, let's go do it, Rah. You're right. Fuck yes. Exactly. And so being a little bit overbearing, kind of like a young you know person would be, like come on guys, let's do this. And so throughout your lifetime, the partnerships and relationships that are going to benefit you the most are going to be with people who have embodied that water, um, that element. Those people are really going to help to balance you out. Um, And as well as people who are very... Oh, is he? Yep. Carlos is water. Carlos is water. Oh, shit. That's why we became... Apparently, that's why we're so close so fast. Carlos balances him out. Balance him out. Yeah, and as well as somebody who is creative and wanting to um, do things that uh, are sounds very like you need me, Nick. This dreamy. is awesome. Yes, you're the only person with this a water sign that I know. 
Is it? What, what's Solora? Is she not a water sign? Uh, she's August 21st. I don't, what is know. August I don't know my 21st? signs very well. Yeah, neither do I. August 21st, so that would be like right on the border between like Leo and Virgo. I know she is on the border between two, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Leo, and Virgo. Leo and Virgo. So what is that? Is that That's a water sign? That's fire and earth. earth. So. Wow. See, she just needs some wind and she's got to kill her seven. Yeah, no, it's all right. You need her, but then you have me as your, <laughs> as your no, she water. Gets, she gets it. She gets I get it. it. Yeah. I mean, more what it means is it. that there's somebody that's going to kind of help you to learn like how to go with the flow more and kind of break out of whatever tendency you have to be overbearing, as you say. Um, yes, and, for sure. Yeah. And maybe like there, it's also very like, <laughs> like it's a flighty kind of energy. Like it's really ridiculous sometimes. Like Neptune, you just think of it as dreamy, like doesn't always make logical sense. Like it can piss off a fire person for real. You can just like want to punch it in the face. Um, but like learning how to be with that, you'll like adjust yourself and then you will feel more balanced overall as you grow in this. So. See, I know I always thought that was like kind of people pleasing or something hmm. like finding ways to get along with people that kind of well not necessarily piss me off or anything but rub me the wrong way or disagree with or something like kind of clash with but instead of either fuck you i'm not talking to you anymore or having it out with them or anything i'll like just find a way to to interact and get along or whatever well, you can also just detach as well. Okay. So you have Venus and Aquarius, so that's, yeah, your value system and what you love and beauty and everything. So it's in a very detached position, so you can channel <laughs> that energy in order to detach. His Mars is also in an air sign, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Libra. His Mars is in Libra. Okay. and So, uh, so I can uh, totally just detach and be aloof and not give a shit about anything if I need to. Like super you're intellectual. You're a super intellectual person. I definitely I, agree with that. I have always thought um, that about myself. Well, detachment <laughs> is is not. It doesn't always mean like just like okay, I'm gonna detach from this and like, you know. Right. I don't not say like the word. Completely okay. sever emotional ties exactly. or anything, but you can still be in a space of compassion, but it's not connecting. Detachment is more like think of it not connecting to the emotion you're feeling or say if there's like somebody and it's like triggering you don't connect to what's triggering you instead just kind of take a step back and and observe be more observant and that already when you take that step back and you watch it automatically calms you down you can feel it in your body it just it's almost like when you think you breathe different you mm -hmm. And you're thinking, and it's like it slows down that fire. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I, I'm i just trying to think, like, of specific times that I've maybe done that or ruined mm -hmm. this. Or, um, like, I know there have been times where I've I've met with people I didn't necessarily get along with, but we, we find a way, or I feel like I actually find a way to, that's to get along wonderful. with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm I, like I'm just trying to picture like yeah do I physically acknowledge and step back or is I don't it know something I, you intuitively I do I think it's intuitive I think is what I'm, I'm feeling say. that like, as well if I don't consciously think I need to do this I just mm -hmm. it's something you naturally do yeah. which is innately in, in subconsciously <laughs> thank you Los yes something else that I see <laughs> shut up I'm listening I'm I'm see like trying uh, to chime in go ahead sir Sorry. something else that I see is that you have a uh, really good health. 
actually. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, you work uh, well, out. And I do. I I try to eat healthy, but then I also like cheese and Italian food. So, but your sixth, don't help. your sixth house, which is the house of uh, that rules like Virgo and health, uh, is clear. Like there's no planets there, and also your your Virgo energy within your chart has no planets there either. So that's kind of saying that you've mastered that area of, of life of of know, health. You're, yeah, you're, you have health down. All right. As well as communication. I would disagree with that one. No? Okay. I, I mean, uh, I feel, I mean, uh, I think it depends maybe on my mood or whatever, but there are a lot of times where I just can't communicate. Like whether oh, I mean well, I can't Mercury. find the words to do it or I just physically can't. Mercury's in retrograde, Mercury, right? Express. Okay. I don't think so. No? Hold on. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. No, the Mercury is in retrograde, but it's in... um. Mercury is in Pisces. So, yeah, of course it's hard for you to communicate. Never mind. Mercury okay. is in Pisces. <laughs> like that, <dude>. yeah. Mercury <laughs> is in Pisces, which is like super, it doesn't make sense. Like, Pisces is like out there, like, bleak, blop, bloop, because it's like so creative and like Neptune and water. It's so water that it doesn't make logical sense. And you have all these other things that are really logical about you. But then you're like, when you try to communicate with people, it like does not makes sense it's just it's super like a connection can't be made so from random. what you're now trying to that right there mm-hmm. i think everybody listening who has ever known me for any period of time would say spot on like so right there. random in the way you communicate <laughs> yes it's like random what is he talking about right and at it the can, same time really yeah. yeah and it can even frustrate you because you're seeing it and you and they're you're not wanting it so bad and you're wanting to communicate it and it's like it's so clear for you right and but no I, one's getting it it's usually their fault i'm like why are you not Sorry. Why are you not getting this? Why don't you understand what I'm saying to you? Do you under, understand the word that are coming, coming out of my mouth? Are you not listening or what's the problem here? Mm-hmm. But And then you get angry. Now I know. And you break it, things. Yes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Hulk smash. Uh, I mean, it makes complete fucking but sense. But now, yeah, it's not their fault. It's the fact that I, I have communication issues. Synchronicity, right well, there. Well, luckily, your Mercury is not in retrograde, and so you would be able to really express. You have the ability to express what you want to think. I think that what might be happening is that you have a lot of very intellectual and very wise thoughts, like the the kinds of concepts that you think of. Because Pisces is like the oldest of all of the signs, so Pisces is like. Yeah, it's out there and loopy and kind of doesn't make a lot of but sense. But they're in tune. But very in tune, at very wise time. at the mm-hmm. same time. Okay. Right? And so I think that if you can tune into that and think about that, that maybe slowing down when you speak and feeling almost this sage, like the words I'm going to say are words that are very, <laughs> you know, like they matter. They're going to fuck you up. They matter. And giving yourself time to slow down in your Aries, right? So you're like, oh, go, go, I need to communicate this now right. really fast. I have to yes. get out of my mouth. I talk fast and I change subjects very fast as well. And it's hard for people to follow. But what you're so saying is We could be talking so about this and then all of a sudden I'll be talking about like a gorilla video I saw or something. Because in my mind, I made like 10 steps and all of a sudden I got there logically and it makes total sense. And you'll be sitting... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Or uh, yeah, things like that. I I make leaps in my head, and within the space of a sentence, I'll be like completely on a different subject. Yeah. And I don't understand why nobody gets that. 
non-linear because you've already had the conversation right i've head. already gone through it all well, in my head people, people are not like they're not signs. quick enough for you water signs yeah. like los over here that's he right. gets it that's right he <laughs> doesn't make any sense either so he's just like well, yeah gorilla video whoa <laughs> right. he's right oh, there let's with look you. it up did you say gorilla did you guys see that gorilla video oh what's that gorilla no, video no i meant the band they have a new music video oh man you got a music no. video gorilla is the band <laughs> see she's on it <laughs> i have some. see that was just one step so I everybody can so follow lost. Shit. Not everybody can follow. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. All right. Uh, let's, uh, um, we yeah, got like okay. five more minutes to cover this. We got to go over to uh, uh, the rest of the show. And uh, if you guys are interested in getting your own personal reading from the Souljaneering Trio, be sure to check them out on Souljaneering.org. Do we have anything else we can say real quick about Nikki? I can about say a million Nick things. Yeah, Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. So yes. I think, yeah, That's just a new one. They've well balanced. Pretty much, it's uh, well, yeah. What's your what's your lasting thoughts? What are your what are you thinking Is about there all this? Anything that you yeah. want to know mm-hmm. about? Uh, any areas of your life that I want to know about? Yeah, yeah. and just Lo- well, I mean, fun. you can't tell the future or anything. We have. But we can tell what you were born with. What's that, right. you're, that you're showing there, Christy? Well, there. So we only have one thing on our challenge conflicts list. And so we could either ask him what oh, area he wants to know aspects. about and go into aspects. Right. So in yeah, the aspects, that's the angles that the planets make with each other. And okay. that so. tells you in your life whether you have certain conflicts yeah. or certain flowing energies. Okay. And okay. this is where it gets really, really personal because... Like, oh, right? yes. Good thing I'm pouring another... Yeah, he's so <laughs> he's preparing himself. So water. if you look at this chart here, another gla- if you allegedly like some whiskey. Got another allegedly. chart I'm looking at. It's a half a pyramid. It's a triangle. So this is another chart. We can post this as well as the other images. Yes, online. we have to. We'll on post all page. this. Check them on the Facebook page. And while you're there, podcast. yeah, emergency. Yeah, while you're there, go ahead and like the page. We need some more likes, okay, y'all. So I don't know what I'm like that. Just that for your, just for you to page. look at it. That's what we're looking at, and we'll tell you one of the things. Your moon, okay. your moon is squaring Venus. That's yep. So Venus is in Aquarius, and your moon is in Taurus. So your emotions are super grounded, but then your female energy, we could say, or like what you love or value, is very much like that Aquarius, like intellectual and like out there kind of like spacey in a way too and so like there's a conflict there because you're grounded but at the same time you're like really also out there detached and detached right and i see that in like i'm not necessarily both at the same time but i'll go back and forth between them Mm -hmm. i'll have like i'll have like a day where i'm totally this and i need to xyz to be able to and then the next day i'm like no man tj will take off and i'll make millions of dollars be great and like just I can flip flop from one. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take you with. He's gonna take you with uh, with him when that happens. So as long as read. I don't fuck up, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you got this, man. He takes you to the acoustic. Gig. Oh, you got this, bro. You got this. That's my boy. Mm. Okay. So that the square just means they're making a ninety degree angle with each other. So if you were look to look from Earth's perspective, mm-hmm. the moon would be here, and then directly at a ninety degree angle from it would be Venus. Okay, so that's why I when can go born. from one to the other exactly. at the drop of a hat. Exactly. Ooh. And then... I yeah. see something. Can okay, I? go okay, ahead. So, Christy's got something. Well, it's just kind of like, oh, oh, I'm looking at this. I Wait, saw, is that a good? Oh, it's just, I, you, I need to tell you. Oh, all. please yeah. do, yes. <laughs> so, like, your, your true node is 
conflicting with wait Jupiter. i have a third node no the um so the, the same one the same the one node. the north oh node. that's true okay yeah, sorry sorry about that true, <laughs> true is a synonym true for north okay True North. As a true, true North. North node, which is North. Cancer. Synonym, another correct? name. He's a Cancer uh, true node, is conflicting with Jupiter, which is that inner expansion, that inner growth. So what that tells me is that if you are really like set on expanding yourself and improving and improving and just, yeah, everyone get out of my way so that I can be the best. If you get into that, it's going to actually affect your higher calling and purpose in life in a negative way. So, oh, yeah. So you well, I'm just yeah. It, that's literally so what it says. What? It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so I, I guess do? I want to say well, it's a, well, it's a good thing to want to grow yourself and to be better. Of course, absolutely. If you go about it in a way that is burning people around you, you aren't actually so going to hit your don't full be potential. Overly aggressive or the type that's going to be damned, get out of my way, either you're with me or you're against me and I'll step on you to get yep. to where I need to be kind of thing. So the yeah. opposite of that would be being receptive. Mm-hmm. Chill out a bit when it comes to yeah, your bro, wanting chill. to these things in your life because you want things is, is what it is. You have a very emotional attachment to things and it's like you want to get to this level so you can get things, so you can be home, so you can like have this life. And just knowing that like life is a journey it's not about the destination. If you burn the people on your path, like you will look and it will just be a burning chaos. Just be scorched earth. Yeah. And you'll be so angry and you'll have all this anger inside of you. Great metaphor. And it'll just explode and it just won't be good. It, it will be like your life has so much potential. And I just don't want, I just want to see you just chill out, go swimming, man. Like that's when I saw that's the that. thing. Chill yeah. out and go swimming, man. Yeah. Just swim forever. <laughs> Keep going. Just swim forever. Just swim forever. Just swim forever. Wow. No. This is a, that's an original <laughs> song. I got a song even. That's an original song for oh me. Oh my and, goodness. Uh, Your reading has turned out better than I've <laughs> ever imagined. I know. This is this it's is been uh, awesome. this is impressive. I am well, guys. So that song is I just am impressed. By you know Hillary what? We Comey. can go on and on and on forever about what we can analyze about the star chart about you, but I think they've covered so many awesome yes, and amazing absolutely. things. You're gonna have some tangible things to take home with you to look over yeah. and improve or disprove or whatever you love to do, and be you. That's what it's all about in the end, man. Mm-hmm. So if you really love what, what Sarah and, and her friends are doing. We got Christy and May along with Sarah, Sarah, Sarah on souljaneering.org. That's and right. And get your own personal star reading. I, they this get is awesome. You, you're going to sit down. The passion's seal of approval. It, it sounds like Nikki really, really does I, love it. Girls, thank yeah. you, girls, for, for chilling. You. Um, you girls want to play Idiot Erdy with us? You want to <laughs> play a game with us? So let's play the game.
All right, that's right, and welcome to another edition of Idiot or Idiom, the phrase game where we guess the origin of idioms. An idiom is a word or phrase that means something different than its literal meaning. Idioms are common phrases or terms whose meaning is changed but can be understood by their popular use. Let's welcome back our returning champion, Nick, the passion writer. Ah, that's right. We are welcoming him back. How are you feeling? Are you feeling good? I'm feeling great. I'm he, feeling enlightened. You're feeling enlightened. Well, you should. We just had an awesome star chart reading from you, and that was amazing. It's been great. And uh, this week, he will be defending his title against the girls of souljaneering.org. <laughs> We're missing May. She had to bail, but we've got rest. We've got Christy and Sarah. So Nick is currently the proud owner of the official idiot or idiom trophy, the Golden Jazz Master. There it is. Oh my goodness. That sounds like the intro to play that funky music, White Boy. I don't care what it sounds like. That's the Golden <laughs> Jazz Master. That's a really weird guitar. Intro. Here's how we play. I will give you an idiom. Then I will give you the meaning. I will give you an origin story, and then it will be up to you to determine whether this is true or false. Do you understand the game, you guys? Yes. Yeah. Got All it. right. Let's play Idiot or Idiom. Number one. Top notch. Mm, yeah. This means it's like excellent, yeah. you know? Best of the best. Here's Top the or gun. here's Drum the origin, gun. okay? It's based on the metaphorical idea that something higher in elevation is better, while something lower is not as good. So something that is top-notch is considered high quality because it has reached a high point where it can no it can go no higher. Is this true or false, Nick Ryder? False. All right, False. Sarah. I'll say true. She's saying true. And then Christy, what do you say? False. She's saying false. All right, let's check with the judges here. All right. Uh, Nick, looks like uh, Nick and Christy, you guys both said false. Looks like you guys are absolutely wrong. That is Ow. the actual uh, original meaning there. It's something higher in altitude is better. That's always what it's always meant. <laughs> that is maybe it's because they were up on mountains, like the Acropolis. That's you know? bullshit. It is just a metaphorical idea. Calling it bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Let's play for the Golden Jazz Master. <laughs> Obviously, it's not true. <laughs> Number two. Touch and go. A risky, pre uh, precarious, or delicate case or state of things such that the slightest change could prove disastrous that's the meaning right yeah here's the origin in aviation a touch and go landing or circuit is a maneuver that is common when learning to fly a fixed wing aircraft it involves landing on a runway and taking off without coming to a full stop usually the pilot then circles the airport in a defined pattern known as the circuit and repeats the maneuver. This allows many landings to be practiced in a short time. Touch and go landings are also crucial 
when a plan lands without enough space to come to a complete stop, but has enough space to accelerate and take off again to carry out a go around. Sarah, is this true or false? Touch and go. I'm going to say true. She's saying true. Christy, what do you say? I say true. She is saying true. Nick, what I do you agree. say? I think that is true. I, have, I think I've heard you, that before. A unanimous touch and go. But ladies and gentlemen, you guys are Bullshit. all fucking wrong. I want to, where is, what is your source? Well, you know what? This is actually, it is one of the meanings, actually. It is one of the original So idioms. it is true. But there is an earlier meaning that, that there is an earlier meaning, and it goes, dates back to the days of stagecoaches, whose drivers were often intensely competitive, seeking to charge one another on narrow roads at grave danger to life and limb. If the vehicle's wheels became entangled, both would be wrecked if they were lucky the wheels would only touch and the coaches could still go thus making the idiom touch and go that is the origin you guys all got that wrong that sounded like the bullshit one right see uh, maybe Same i should have made that right one uh, you guys right would have still either been wrong you guys so w there are two answers to it one of which was true like and we one that's true to one, but, but there was we go another, back so. with obviously planes are way after stagecoaches, so right. I go with the stagecoaches meaning. That's how we play idiot or idiom. Let's go for the golden jazz master. Let's go. Which for Which one actually caused the idiom? Would be my question. Okay, maybe I'm playing this game all fucking wrong, but <laughs> no, I, I'm saying like I'm was, looking at two. I'm looking at a couple different touch sources. And go, and, was it a saying? Like, was touch it a and saying go up until from, that landing? Well, they, it dates back to the day just, uh, stagecoach. So I'm just looking at a fucking database that gives you these things. And then I checked is with it, another source and it gave, are you, you, getting, gave you this uh, as a second Are you getting one. this off of WeMakeShitUp.com? You know, you can't judge. <laughs> you cannot judge the way that the judges make this, okay? If you're, if you, it, I'm sorry, you're going to get the O1, okay? Uh, <laughs> you know what? That's what you're going to get. We are playing idiot again. You know what? Once you lose, you can start making this game. But here All we right. go. We're playing idiot idiom for the golden jazz master. Yep. Very perturbed. Number three. Play it by ear. Yeah, just let it roll. Okay. Play it by ear. I, we're not we going to make a definitive we plan. Just, we just we're learned just... how you can get pretty angry, and we're we're definitely seeing how they're <laughs> yeah. very true about this. Um, Why don't you pretty... just chill out because I'm water and you're fire, and I'll put your shit out, okay? <laughs> Why don't you just relax for a second? Uh, Number three. What? Oh my god! Don't interrupt! Don't interrupt! Just let the game go. You can you can interrupt if you want. I mean, it makes it fine. Chill for a second. I'm fine. I was saying to go with play by ear. That's where we're not going to make a definitive plan. We're just going to go and. All right. Number three. It. Let it happen as Playing it, it by ear. Playing something by ear means that rather by sticking to your defined plan, just like you said, you will see how things will go and decide on a course of action as you go along. Here's the originality where it comes from, okay? It's actually play it by year. A common misphrasing of play it by ear, which means to what we've just been talking about. Now, is it 
this has always been a misconception. I actually looked it up in several things. I'll, that is going to be the def original definition there. Is it play it by ear or is it play it by ear? Christy, true or false? I'm claiming that it's play it by ear. Is that true or false? I believe true because I do astrology. Play it by ear and that's how you do it. Play it Ding. by ear. All right. I would agree that it's true. She's going to say true as well. And Nick, what do you think? False. <laughs> All right. I'm such a skeptic, though. But Nick is like that. All right. Sarah, <laughs> Chrissy, you both said true. We are, we, we're going to find out the answer right now as I go on this right now. I love the new sound effect here. I'm sorry, but this saying has its orange, uh, origins in music as playing Whoa. something by ear. It means yeah. to play music without reference to the notes on a page. It's still my preferred method. <clears throat> this sense of the phrase dates back to the 16th century, but the present uh, only use came, uh, the the present use only came into being in the mid 20th century America, primarily referring to sports. These days, the expression has lost its focus on sports and can be used in any content. So Sarah and Chris, you got that wrong, and Nick got a point, and he is Finally. on the board. So yes. let's play for the Golden Jazz Master. This is idiot or idiom. Number four. Fat chance. <laughs> Something that is incredibly unlikely. That's the meaning. Here's the origin. This frayed this this frayed. This phrase had something to do with the scarcity of food in wartime and the chances of getting fat were rare. True or false? Nicholas Ryder, The Passion. What do you got to say about this one? <sighs> True or false? I really... It sounds good, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really not buying it, but I'm going to go true. I guess He's my better go judgment, true. I'm going true. All right. Sarah, what false. do you think? She is thinking false. And Christy, what do you think? False. All right. Sarah and Christy, you both chose false. Let's go ahead and check with the judges and... Damn it. False is the answer. You know what? I actually made that up. Actually, it's not I made it up, but it is one of the it is one of the other idioms. It's number two in idioms because they all have different meanings. They all come from different things. That's how it works, though. But the origins of this uh, this, this is getting expression greasy. It's getting greasy. greasy. The uh, express uh, the uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The origins of this expression are unclear, but the use of the word fat is. Likely to be sarcastic version of slim chance. A similar expression, chance would be a fine thing, uh, which refers to something that one would like to happen. That is very unlikely as well. So, how does that mean fat chance again? Because it's it's a it started as a sarcastic a sarcastic way of saying it. it didn't actually mean you were. You had a fat chance. It thinking about that's why it's sounding yeah, good, man. So it's slim chance it's sounding good. first, I guess, and yeah, so then it evolved into fat chance. Exactly. All right, this game is getting oh. this game is getting greasy, but we're playing for the Golden Jazz Master. Let's find out the next one here. Greasy game. Greasy. Greasy number five. A red herring. 
Ooh, the often red used in the context of a television detective show, yes. a red herring refers to something designed to distract or throw someone off a trail. That is the meaning. Here's the origin. A herring is a fish that is often smoked, a process that gives it a small, a strong in order of smell. Because of their pungent aroma, they would be drawn across the path of the trail as a distraction that the hunting hounds that were after them most uh, must overcome. Sarah, is this true or false? A red herring. I'm going to say true. She's saying true. Christy, true or false? Is it a smoked fish across a trail to divert hunting dogs? True. She's saying true. Nick, the passion, the mash, the Mason Slayer. The Mason Slayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go with it. I mean. We have a unanimous. Is that your right. final answer? Yeah. We have a unanimous yeah. true. Let's go ahead and check yeah. with. Or let's go ahead and check with the judges. Oh, you guys all had it correct. Red? Why red? Well, it's a red herring. It doesn't matter what kind of herring. It's fishy. You ever heard that expression? It's uh, something's fishy. It's also the same as a red herring, because uh, doesn't fuck. Don't even matter. We're playing a different game. So we usually have five, but we're gonna do six here well, today. We, so what's our score? It doesn't matter. We're gonna do six, and we have a tiebreaker just in case. We're playing for the Golden Jazz Match. So let's play, idiot or idiot. Number six. Running amok. Running amok is commonly used to describe wild or erratic behavior. That's the meaning. Here's the origin. Run amok derives from sailors running a ship aground, literally running the ship into the muck. Sarah, true or false? False. All right, Christy, true or false? False. Staying false. And Nick, true yeah, or I'm gonna false? Yeah, I'm going to go false. It is a unanimous false. Let's check with our judges here. And it is... You guys are absolutely correct. The saying was popularized in the 18th and 19th centuries when Europeans, uh, European visitors, uh, visitors to Malaysia learned a particular mental affliction that caused otherwise normal tribesmen to go brutal on seemingly random killing sprees amok derived from the amoko a band of javanese and melee warriors who were known for their penchant i don't know what that means they're known for their penchant for indiscriminate violence that means they're just fucky and they want to kill you if they don't like the way your jib looks that makes me think of hocus pocus Either way, let's see what we have here. Christy, you had two, right? Sarah, one, two, three, four. And Nick, you need four to win because Sarah looks like she's got it. One, two, three. Oh, I've been dethroned. And guess what happens right now? Sarah is the winner. This is the first time ever in 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 Jazz Master history. Sad. You get the golden 
Jazz Master, it's yours now. Hey, I have three. <laughs> oh, you have three. You're right. But you still didn't get four. That's true. Sarah still wins. Yeah, Christy, I <laughs> must do one. What? But she wanted her due How credit. How funny. I didn't even, I didn't correct she, that. You're she right. Tied she, for had place. she had three. She had three. She tied for second place. Tied Equality. For second place. <laughs> but awesome. That was another great game of idiot or idiom. All right, let's listen to the news. That's right. All right, we've got the news. We've got the news. We've got the news. There are a lot of reasons one would claim disability. This might be the best reason or the worst. You decide, okay? There's a man living in Mexico. His name is Roberto Esquivo Cabrera. All right? Cabrera, he claims his penis is so enormous that it gets in the way and makes him unable to work a full-time job. So he's claiming disability for this, okay? He's a 52-year-old man, and 52. his member is so large it can rest on his knees. Now, okay? question. Okay. Has, it, has it been this large his entire life? Like, how is he just now claiming disability for I'll it? I'll get to that in a little bit. In, all two, right, in all 2011... Right. I just didn't want to think Cabrero, our listeners to think I was slipping up. In 2011... While living in San Francisco, Cabrera was convicted of indecent exposure. And then Because of this penis that hung down to his knees? Well, he okay, what the story is is that he put his he he showed his dick to some underage girls. And it could have been they, they dared him. They they dared him and he did it because one thing that you will learn about Cabrera is that if you dare him or you even ask him about his dick, he will show you his dick. He's very happy about showing his okay. co his cockaloo to you. See, I was thinking he just happened to have some shorts on and it was swinging out the bottom of the shorts. It absolutely probably could have been that too, but I uh, this is what happened. Though. Okay, okay. okay. So he was convicted of indecent exposure, and then after unsuccessful attempts at an appeal, Cabrera was deported back to Mexico, okay? So doctors believe Cabrera's penis is large because of the weightlifting he has done with his dick since he was a teenager. How do you weightlift with your dick? Well, you, he probably put attaches weights to his, like... You know, like a loop, and then it, it gets on his cock. And like he has to have then, a boner first. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be a boner. It's you just can't do anything with it when it's flaccid. Well, he he does say that he claims that it was already 12 inches by the edge of 20. So he was probably really so working on this. He's starting well ahead of the like game. Like he probably just had his little jimmy out, and he probably tied a shoelace to it with a little weight and just let it hang, right? But... All right, so he wants his 18.9-inch dong, which he claims is an impediment that leaves him shunned by women to be recognized by Guinness Book of World Records. Unfortunately for Long Knob Bob, they don't <laughs> keep that record. Because of Robert. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But for having the world's longest dick, 
we here at Emergency Exit would like to award you with the That's Right Award of Excellence. That's right. And here it is. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Awesome. So, that's Nick, right. I know, yeah, that's right. That is the that's right award, and it goes out to Mr. Roberto Cabrera because he's got a nice eighteen point. We'll just say nineteen inch long dong. And I actually read that, that it's mostly dong. foreskin. So, oh, <laughs> which makes it even weirder sounding. By saying mostly, that means at least nine inches of it are foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. So that's a problem. We got the news. We got the news. Nikki, <laughs> Nikki what do you got, bud? Uh, I got something that's that's personally very important to me today. And... Uh, then the, the, the reading we had today really made it ring Not out that even it was impersonal enough with the reading. You have even something more personal today. To right. Well, I already wanted to talk about this before. Well, I guess I knew the reading was going to happen. But, but before it, it happened. But it coincided so well. Because I, I wanted to talk about this for very specific reasons. And then, and then the reading, like, reaffirmed. Dude, yeah. I mean, it reasons. was definitely very, very crazy and mystic. Right. That it matches so well. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, this isn't crazy mystical at all. Um, but. But. Go ahead. Uh, so, I don't know. I figure most people are aware of the march that happened this Saturday, the Women's March. The Women's March happened on Saturday. Here's a recording of a group of women found singing. Acapella. This group of women is led by a. a oh. Let this. I like to hear this song, brother. All right. So, this group of women in D.C. We're singing, and uh, film director Alma Harrell, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, a filmmaker from Los Angeles was there, happened to be walking by, saw this happening, pulled her phone out, recorded it. And and captured this. Captured this, put it up on her Facebook and Twitter, and it caught like wildfire. So that, that exact night, I was playing a show in San Antonio, uh, very close to here. Uh, in between soundcheck and the show, we had some downtime, so I'm just sitting there scrolling through Twitter, and I see this video shared, and I recognize the face on the front and directing the was... choir, and that was my friend Connie from when I lived in L.A. I played guitar for her for years, years and years ago, but to see her leading this thing it was was really amazing. So at that time, I just thought. Holy shit, that's really awesome that you're, like, leading this sing-along. Amazing, dude. Uh, that's amazing. And I thought, that's really cool. Now, Hundreds of girls are singing this right now. Yes, and they had no chance to meet up because they're from all over. So she reached out online to find women to sing with her. And when they all responded, yes, I'll do it, she recorded the seven parts of the choir and sent them to 
to the singers. Is that it from the the, the clip? Yes, there? yeah, that's it for the clip. Uh, okay. So Pretty she incredible. She re- with recorded. some of my music that I do, I record harmonies with myself. Like right. I actually have like a six part harmony in one of my songs or something. Like six that. parts. It's, it's not. Oh my it's not easy. And she so she did all of it and highlighted which voice. And like decided who was doing which voice and sent it all to them. So when they showed up at the march, wow. she had no way to meet with them to know what was going on and just had to. They just knew their parts. Hope they knew their parts and it all worked out. And they just walked around all day and sang it. I think they sang it. I've seen either three or four times. Like they they sang it multiple times throughout the day. Um, and people like obviously in a crowd that big kept dropping out. So they were dwindling in numbers as it was going. Um, so she had written a song before about a year ago and has not done anything with it. Uh, she wrote it to come to terms with her own, her own physical sexual abuse, her anorexia, her battles with depression, everything she had overcome and hadn't done anything with it. And then with the recent election, and certain misogynistic things involved. She thought maybe, maybe I can use this. This is amazing what she's and, done. This and so great. she got a hold of the people and she orchestrated this whole thing at the march. And since Saturday, it's been tweeted millions, millions of times. It it's, has gone it's, viral. Connie face, has done some Facebook amazing video things. Video has been viewed eleven million yes. times. Um. So on top of that. Like, yes, great for Connie, but she has used this to start an organization. So she has, oh, I've lost my link. She has ICan'tKeepQuiet.org, which is an organization specifically for women to come together, share their stories, to share strength. Uh, If you get anything from this organization, uh, I think it's 20% of the proceeds or maybe 50, but go towards... Charities for this. She also has uh, arrangements and recordings because she's been approached by choirs all around the world for uh, versions of the song. So you can go and get videos, you can get recordings, you can get sheet music, you can get arrangements of the song, uh, and everything is going to benefit women and their plight. That's incredible. And, and you've worked with this woman. And I have worked with her. I have known her for over 10 years, and I worked with her for probably three, three or four, I want to say. Wow. Uh, she's, it, it couldn't what, have happened to a full, better What's woman. her full name? Her name is Connie Lim, but she goes by Milk, M-I-L-C-K. M-I-L-C-K. is Milk, and that's how you will find this song. And guess this what? The song is called Quiet. Quiet. She has a studio version with a video. You can YouTube. Uh, I, I mean, I use YouTube. Maybe it's somewhere else. But you can YouTube Quiet official video by and, uh, Milk, Let's M-I-L-C-K. make sure to put a link in in the description of the of uh, this. To find the video of this. Yes. But uh, so far, she's been featured on NPR, would, MSNBC. Would you want to give she's her a, an award? Absolutely. How about the official award of she emergency She definitely exit? deserves the That's Right award. That's right. 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 The official That's Right, That's right. That's right award. Thank you I feel for what you do, girlfriend. She took, she took something. She took her own pain and turned it into something. And then people, women all around the world are, are getting strength from it. Uh, that same director, that same director I have seen, 
has said that uh, she tweeted just this morning. I saw she said I listened to it five times this morning. That's how I get out of bed now. Like that's become an anthem. Anthem for people, and I I think that's that's a beautiful thing. That's really amazing, and I'm very proud of my friend. But I'm I'm more proud that this this has started, and it's it's something like women have to cling to, women have to express themselves, to relate to something, you know, like... I mean, what she's doing is awesome. We fucking give her a big old fucking awesome. applause. Well, you, you, know? Know what, you know what? We can praise her all fucking day, and we want to. We got to end this show. Oh, one well, last thing. Everybody who has cable, tune in to Full Frontal with Samantha B. Tomorrow night, because she's going to be on it with Tomorrow the night, Thursday night. Uh, no, Wednesday. Sorry. Wednesday As of night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Tune and in to where? Samantha. Where? Full front, she'll be on Full Frontal with Samantha B. singing that? the song. What's Full it's, Frontal? It's a show on Comedy Central. I on believe Comedy it's Comedy Central. Central. Oh, I believe shit. it is. Who's going to be on that? Connie. With Connie's a, with a be choir on that? doing the song. Oh, shit. Connie. Fucking ding, ding, ding. She's, that's she's right. That's right. Taking that's it over. That's right. 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 <laughs> and she's she's a wonderful person. I awesome. can't be. It couldn't have happened to a better person, honestly. Well, thank you. That is it for the show today. Thank you so much for listening, Sarah. Do you have anything to say? Any lasting words for the for the audience? Um, I guess I would just say. Don't forget about your hypnosis workshop tomorrow, Wednesday. Yes. Is what we're talking about. Because we're recording this Tuesday night, but Wednesday is your hypnosis workshop. It's very true. I'm having a hypnosis workshop tomorrow from 2 to 5 p.m. And you can go to soldiernearing.org to find out how to. More information about that. And. Uh, Jumpstart your 2017, y'all. Nick, do you got anything going on? What's going on this week for um, you? Where are you playing? I I am playing. I'm playing this this weekend. A couple shows with TJ, which we talked about a bit during our or during my reading. I'm playing uh, Friday night in Alpine, Texas. Alpine, Texas. Friday night at Rail Railroad Blues in Alpine, Texas, and then the next night Saturday at Crossroads Saloon in Big Spring. Texas. Also check them out at what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Ryder Guitar. Ryder Guitar. That's R E I T E R Guitar. And I also have RyderGuitar.com. Oh, Ryder Guitar Guitar. Ryder Guitar Guitar. And check me out at um, wherever. But I really want to tell you all about Come and Shave It number 11. It's going to be happening February 18th. I won. Third place at Come and Shave It number 10, which was last year in February, but February 18th. I will put my mustache up for competition again. You mean like literally up? You'll put some... I will style it Some up. Dapper Dan in it and style I will, that shit up. I will present myself for criticism once again. And this time, your boy Los is going to win number so be sure to wish me luck, you guys. Thank for you for listening 18th. to you guys. Um, be sure to check us out on Twitter. That's e- at EMEXPod. On Facebook, we're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr, on Instagram. Check out Soul Engineering. 
Thank you very org. much to the very gracious ladies of Souljaneering. They've been for amazing. That wonderful and reading. That I was, think that was great. I think you're going to look at your life a whole lot different now. I think I am, and I have this fucking scroll now. Now you get to look to at it. remind me. I think you should frame all four of those, dude. And you know what else? What's else? Uh, I'm going to hand draw your chart, so you're also going to have a chart. That is amazing. Not only is she going to draw a chart, she won. How to read it? Oh, okay. She won the Golden Jazz Master. She did. She kicked my ass today. So Sarah, you are the Golden Jazz Master champion. And I hope you can defend your, your championship next time on the show. But Nick is going to be the quiz master. And I'm going to compete we'll this time. Happens. So thank you guys for listening once again. We love it when you guys tell a friend. So in the meantime. In the meantime. Open up your mind. I'll be fine. In search for unknown wonder and amazement we will find. This has been Emergency Exit. That's right. That's right.